0: It's Musicals Week! Because it's my current favourite musical, I started writing a Hamilton parody for this introduction section tonight, but then when I realised I was about to rhyme Shirley with Hurley Burly, I knew that nobody needed to hear it. Instead, why don't you come to the cabaret, old chum? Welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie, and I'm your host tonight. I'm joined by Lisa,
1: hello, and Emily. A bit analogy but
0: <laughs> no, you're sounding good. And Emily, hi. hi, to talk about musicals week. We're your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated, and. A vaguely confused source of strictly come dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we are trying to scrape a glamorous existence in the cabaret bars of Weimar Berlin. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at keepdancingpod. We'd like to hear your views and theories about why Molly's hand was stuck to her chest. Mm. So, the final theme weekend of the series. What did we yeah, think um, overall?
2: <laughs> I am fond of Musicals Week. Like, of all the theme weeks, I really love musicals.
0: It's the, it's the theme week with the fewest dancers in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very true.
1: Yeah, I mean... There's one major issue I have with it, which we will definitely come on to later, because I'm very angry. Um, but generally, I quite like Musicals Week too. I prefer Musicals Week to Movies Week.
0: Yeah, mo- Movies Week, there's still an awful lot of them there, and it gets quite sort of weak in the theming.
1: Yes, exactly. And we know that really it should be European Week, so, you
0: know. Or if uh, you're a mum, just no theme, Just dance. Just dance
2: yeah I love you see i'm you know being the um amdram kid that i was i I proper love musicals week like it it's every, it hits every button for me uh even when things are a little uh stretched with the
0: with the the, the um, even when there is not quite a congruence between the dance and the song and the musical
1: okay. yeah even that, when they use a song from a movie that's not in the musical I'm
0: yeah. Very angry.
2: ah run away um yeah even when they do that yeah
0: (laughs) it could have been worse it could have been worse because that one that is in the movie but not in the stage musical was originally going to be i dreamed a dream Mm -hmm. so we all dodged a bullet there yeah yeah Shall we review some dances then? Actually, yeah. no, let's start out by um I don't like Oliver as a musical.
2: I've not watched the intro dance, I'm sorry.
0: It was Oliver themed, it was a medley, it was not very mm. ballroomy. It
2: was alright. I've done worse. I've done better. I like Oliver as a musical. I think it's quite it's got some good songs in it. I'm not right bothered about the actual storyline, but some of the songs are cracking.
0: I don't like it because everybody does cockney accents.
2: Well, you know, cockney accents
0: are a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Dancing the quick step and saying a great big hello to all of you Dollies out there. It's Gemma Atkinson and her partner, Ali Ash. Well, I
1: love Hello Dolly. That's a great musical. Yes. That was, that was a good start for me.
0: <laughs> I'd sort of forgotten that they were going to have the extra dancers.
1: Yeah, they took me by surprise.
0: And it was just really distracting having Neil there wafting a fan about.
2: <laughs> yeah, just, just yeah, Neil clapping around in the background, stealing the show.
0: Well, the thing is, though, somehow managing to steal the show from Gemma wearing that confection of a frock. With the most superb
2: hair as well. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite hairstyles that I've always aspired to be able to achieve but I've never had long enough hair.
0: Is it potentially strictlys tallest ever hairstyle? If, no. If we get is the
2: had o- taller hair. If
0: we count the ostrich feather as part of it. Oh, yeah, if you count the ostrich feather. In terms of actual sort of quick steppiness I thought this was there was A lot of vigour and attitude to it, and she was um, giving it, you know, the full vamp, but a lot of the details were missed. It felt like her feet weren't quite getting to where they should have gone to before she should have moved on.
2: I think she was dancing the song, not the dance.
0: Yeah, as a performance in the musical Hello Dolly, that level of dance skill would be fine, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was it was good for it was good for the for the um, level that you'd like want in a musical, as in someone uh, breaking out into spontaneous dance. Um, but I think for a dance competition, you know, she is starting to look weak now compared to the others. Um, however, I think this was one of the ones where you could tell she was really, really, really enjoying it.
0: Yes, it was clearly a blast, Lisa. Yeah, I, I mean, I really
1: enjoyed this. I thought it was a really good show opener, but like I said, that might be because I'm partial to Hello Dolly. I think it's a great, a great musical. It's such good fun. Um, I d- I thought she was better than than they all said she was. I I really thought. I think it was quite fast for her. She she kind of struggled to keep up. But beyond that, I, I thought she danced it really well. Actually, I mean, I I'm beginning to think I. I might be a little bit biased because I want Gemma in the final. So maybe I'm seeing positive where there isn't positive, but I really liked Gemma.
0: (laughs) I think I liked it better than the judges liked it, but Mm, not as much as as you liked it, maybe.
1: Well, fair enough. I don't mind being, you know.
0: Enthusiastic?
1: On the enthusiastic end for Gemma. Now that Susan's gone, I've transferred my affections to
0: other people. (laughs) Shall we talk about what Gemma's got next week? Yes, what has she got next week? Well, she's almost definitely got a tango, ballroom tango, and then she's probably got a rumba, because they're not going to let her do tango and Argentine tango in the same week.
1: No.
0: Ooh. Ooh. So, so she's potentially on a sticky wicket with tango and rumba. Especially if she gets a crap song for the tango, and the rumba is awkward. She's gone. She's She's...
1: She's kind of the next one on the sticky wicket anyway. Her and Molly, between the dance-off next week, before we even started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well mathematics uh could sort that one out. <laughs> I'm going
2: to vote for Gemma.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to vote for Gemma. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I think I know who out of the three people I voted for this week doesn't need any more votes.
2: I would concur if your conclusion is the same as mine and, uh, conc- and agrees with that graph you shared.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, have we got any more on uh, Gemma's beautifully sparkly Hello Dolly routine?
2: No, I thought it was really spot on. Um, I did, yeah. Like we've said, I didn't think it was as bad, bad as the judges were saying. Thought she looked great. I thought she liked. She was having a really good time. Yeah, we know she's on a shuckley peg now that uh, we're at this stage of the competition. But could you I repeat that, she... there,
0: Emily? She is on a Shuckley peg. Good.
1: Is that a Northern phrase?
0: Yes. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to week eleven of Learn Northern with the Chocolates. <laughs> That's a whole other
2: podcast. <laughs> I, well, I don't like cricket, so sticky wicket to me means nothing, but a
0: shugly peg is a shugly peg.
2: I don't like cricket either, but I've never never heard that phrase at all.
0: I thought it was a shugly peg anyway.
2: Well, I think there's variation. Yeah. We're from the it's same like house, Emily. <laughs> I know, but, you know, I've, I stayed up north, didn't I? Okay. Well, I've entered some kind of weird Barnsley triangle here. Stop it.
0: <laughs> anyway, less of the local chat. dancing a rumba that is automatic pragmatic and asthmatic it's molly king and her partner aj so lisa this is the one that you've got problems with being here at all then
1: yes i i do have problems with being here at all if this was movie week fine bring it on Hopelessly devoted to you absolutely great song written for a movie song not written, for a musical. It have, doesn't appear in the musical. Has, have they it's not, never appeared in the musical. Have they not
0: retconned it in so it is in the musical now?
1: Have uh, they shoehorned it into some revised production of it in London or something?
0: I think they might well, have done they, that. Well, yeah,
2: it's, it's, it is now in the actual normal production.
0: And it's a song that's... It, it's a song that is it only in be because... It's only in the musical because an Olivia Newton-John's contract was that she would get a solo number. Top trivia. Top trivia. I learned that yeah. on the Ru- <laughs> I learned that on the RuPaul podcast where RuPaul was uh, interviewing the producer of Grease. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you, Lisa. I think Lisa's entered a wireless signal desert. Oh dear.
2: Well, while she comes back, yeah. I'll I'll give you some opinion. <laughs> That's the podcast I've not listened to. We should find
1: that
0: one. Um, <laughs> Lisa, it's like you're in another dimension. <laughs> Lisa, you have to start again because oh, the first bit of that... Me? No, it was all comically so. I'm not doing
2: anything! All right, so some opinions then on uh, Molly and AJ. Right, they need to stop with this showman stuff because I'm really bored of it now. It's embarrassing. It's getting really not classy and I can't be doing with no, it. No, it's
0: really gross. It's um,
2: grim, isn't it? Yeah. It's like um, when you're in like a really mixed age group workplace and there's the two youngest people and they kind of fancy each other, but they don't really. It's just because they're the two youngest people there and everyone eggs them on. And it,
0: It's oh. gross, it's gross, it's gross. It's gross. Also, However, I was pretty sure that AJ wouldn't be interested in Molly, but never mind. Well, you know who knows? Bisexuals exist. Yeah. like Lisa?
2: I feel like
0: they're trying to make that happen. Lisa! Oh
2: my god. They did some nice wafting. I feel like they should have been marked more harshly for the illegal lift. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they made all that fuss about illegal lifts early on in the season. And then they just sort of went oh uh, well you know no it was nice
0: bad but yeah she didn't really receive any significant penalization in terms of points lisa and, and are you de- there yes am i here
1: is
0: that
1: better yes
0: <laughs> you've got a bit of telephone distortion on but at least you're not at 66 percent speed because you sounded drunk
1: right <laughs> i'm definitely not drunk Anyway, where did we get to in the podcast? We were
0: still talking about Molly's uh, dance, which was not to a song from a musical and arguably not really a rumba.
1: No, exactly. And were we talking about the whole um, relationship with AJ and Molly as well?
0: Oh, yeah, that grossness.
1: It's horrible.
0: I feel like they're just trying to make fetch happen.
1: Like, it's not going to happen. It's not a thing. Stop it.
0: Is it not also to distract from the fact that Gemma and Gorka are having a thing?
1: Yeah, they're like the the actual couple from this year, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I feel like we might just be starting from a position where AJ is not our favourite and therefore we just don't care about anything that happens to him.
2: That I don't actively dislike him.
0: But you don't, you're not rooting for him, though.
2: Well, no. <laughs> no. Nah.
0: Nah. Why would you?
2: Uh, he's just a bit smarmy, isn't he? He's like mini Brendan. He's a very good dancer, though. Yes. Yeah. i will agree with you on that front.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a very good dancer. And I'm sure he's very polite.
2: Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm actually sure he's quite a lovely boy when you meet him.
0: Yeah, but the character of AJ that's participating in Strictly, I'm less keen on.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What was with the weird VT thing with the scrapbook thing? They were all a bit strange, weren't they, this week,
0: the VTs? Well, since we told them off so severely about the stupid comedy (laughs) VTs, they've all been very strange this week. Um, I can't remember what was in Gemma's. I think it might, this week wasn't the kickboxing one, was it? No that was last week. That was last week. Yeah, the scrapbook it's all about um like relationships and things this week. Um, That's a, it's still a weird thing to do. Yeah, I mean she could have made him a mixtape or <laughs> a Spotify <laughs> playlist. Yeah, but the... <laughs> she could have done the playlist for my crush thing.
2: No. If she can find some songs
0: with the titles that would make I don't really like you, I'm just doing this for TV.
1: It was a bit strange. The whole thing was a bit strange.
0: Well, I don't think that was this week's strangest VT, but that's coming up.
1: No, I, I agree with you on that front, but it was still in the strange camp, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't the strangest.
0: Well, speaking of strange camp, shall we go on to the next dance? Hmm. <laughs> Dancing the Samba in an outfit that had Alan Cumming checking that his dry cleaning hadn't been nicked. It's Joe McFadden and his partner, Katya. I oh, love- this was magnificent. I love Cabaret, and I had my doubts about whether Katya was going to be able to pull this one off choreographically because I was like, surely Char- uh, like, Money Money is a Charleston. But no, yep. it worked. It worked. It worked so well.
2: It
1: was outstanding. I mean, Cabaret is by far my favourite musical. That won't come as any surprise to anybody who knows me. Um, yeah, Cabaret is like a bit of a holy grail for me. I just love it so much. And I, like you, I was a bit like, this, how, how, how you can't, how, no, what, hey?
0: But um, is a yeah.
1: genius. It, Katia is absolutely a genius. And that was... Stunning, stunning. Yeah, that was yeah, that was just brilliant.
2: I brilliant. I think I've watched it four times now, um, because like I watched it kind of going, this is this is quite good, and I watched it again going, oh, this is, wow, and it, and it's, I, it, it's clever. It is. It's really clever, and I I love a clever dance, and. Mm. It's even stuff like, um, as ever, DSI London. You know, doing doing their their uh, magic. They've got the green sparkle on Katja's dress dressing on Joe's um, waistcoat, which is the same shade of sparkly green that um, she has on her nails in the film version of the musical, where she goes divine decadence, darling. And you just like little touches yes. to just mm-hmm. please to please the obsessive fan.
0: So um, last year's uh, Strictly fave Will Young is currently starring as the MC in Cabaret. Yeah. yeah. I, shall I we? Shall Joe
1: we? Shall that. we
0: let Joe have a shot next year?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, definitely. I have looked at. Well, except you know, computer has got to have a shot. Did you see her there at Life Ball? No. Oh, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> well, the, uh, fine. can do it Vienna and Joe do it in London, but <laughs> it was just unbelievable. There's so many people who are just rocking the MC at the moment. Um, uh, you know, I'm a huge Alan Cumming fan And I really thought Joe looked like Alan Cumming Like He really he did He looked at him on the screen He yeah. absolutely looked
2: like Alan Cumming He channeled it enough for it to be so recognisable Without it being like a slavish reproduction that's, Yeah, like a parody yeah. yeah, that's no good when it's a parody But he, yeah. he worked the whole look really, really well With the with the talc'd face and, and just, it was... So brilliant, and the costume on it was great. Katya's dress was superb for um, a new kind of fringing, new kind of fringing, um, and you know, just top notch.
0: I think this was the this is the one where Joe's basically won it now.
2: For me, yeah, that is it. Now I'm voting for Joe. Joe is who I want to actually win.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I voted for Joe to progress through this week, but then when I look at the final score table and looked at who was in the dance-off, Joe doesn't need any more votes.
1: No. The trouble is, they don't want a bloke to win this year, do they?
0: Well, I'm sorry, they've now got relatable good dancer who's improved a lot, Joe. Mm, But
1: they've also got Debbie.
0: Debbie's not going to win. There's as much animosity towards... Well, there's sort of 75% of the animosity towards uh, Debbie that is there towards Alexandra. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. There's so much animosity towards Debbie. Is there? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame because
1: I've done a complete 180 on Debbie.
0: I know, I know, I know. Um, So um, are we done saying how good Joe is? Yeah, I could talk for another two hours about how brilliant Joe is, but I won't. (laughs) Well, I've got an anecdote. Um, My friend Hazel came back uh, from America and she's been listening to our podcast uh, because, you know, she misses Strictly and, um, you know, we're providing apparently a reasonable way to keep up with what's going on in Strictly. And uh, in her childhood in Glasgow, she was a teenage extra in Take the High Road with Joe McFadden. Ah, amazing. amazing so we're like two degrees away from joe mcfadden
1: brilliant i'll take that all right yep
0: dancing the american smooth that's only a rainbow petticoat away from being a nyan cat it's debbie mcgee and her partner giovanni so i guess we can probably talk about the animosity towards debbie and yeah where's that come from well it's kind of what you started out with that she's insincere that she's fake that she's too good that it's not a challenge for her where her her vt this week was all about it is a physical challenge for her to do this and she is using that ballet dancer's technique of being able to push her body through the pain to be able to dance like this
2: Right, but that's not a bad thing, is it? Well, some people are really not appreciating that element of Debbie's no, no. story. No, well, no, that's
0: me appreciating that element of Debbie's story. No. But like, um, Keep Dancing podcast super fan, uh, James, wanted me to explain why I find Debbie appealing at all. And I should have thought it was obvious. She's a bloody good dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and
2: a really nice person.
0: Yeah, and, you know, she's had quite a crap year. I don't mm. see why she should be denied praise and happiness, just because she happens to be good at something. And, you know, it's not like she is personality-less. It's not like she's boring. She has this sort of cracking chemistry going on with Geo. They're clearly mm. having a ball. And she's mm. working hard and producing great results. And... I honestly can't see why anybody has a problem with that.
2: Maybe, maybe
1: it's BT that, that sort of was explaining this challenge of going from you know Bali or whatever to to Latin and Borum. I feel like this VT should have been like six weeks ago. I feel like it's a bit
2: late. Maybe that's not helping. I don't know. Maybe the, the thing that keeps occurring to me with uh the stuff that people saying about debbie and um kind of the the animosity towards her mm. is i wonder um if it's at least uh, partly or perhaps subconsciously to do with that um older woman being confident and in control of her um kind of flirtatiousness and, and uh, body and things like that oh an older uh, you know, woman
0: an older woman being uh, sexual people are not liking yeah, that
2: i think that there's probably an element of that
0: well those people can get stuffed can't they
2: <laughs> well i know they can start off can't yeah. they but it's you know <laughs> uh, i think people who feel that way anyway who are then going oh but she only lost her husband in the last year and 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 people are getting terribly uptight about that when actually She's trying to find joy again. Ah, and yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, That's a wonderful thing for her as a person. And go, mo- Debbie.
0: There's more than one way of processing grief. And to continue to live on is, you know, one of those things that people do.
2: Yeah, I think everything that um, Debbie said about uh, Paul suggests that he would have not wanted her to mope around, but to to strive on. And obviously I'm judging that from the person that's watched the VTs and watched interviews with her, but that is what it sounds like she's saying. And I, and you know, she's the person that's going to know that. And I really, you know, I really do want her to do well. And I don't understand. I don't approve of the animosity towards her because, you know, yeah, she, I really she seems really of nice.
0: It, yeah. It's, it's awful. It's, it's this, oh, we, we are done with experts thing. Why can't you appreciate excellence when you see it? Like, what is, what is wrong with somebody being good at something? And I don't know. Those are questions that can't get answered here, but I'm sure we'll be able to have <laughs> it out in the comments with somebody who's going to be able to articulate what, they've, what their problem with Debbie is. But, I'm sure. right, uh, now that we've addressed that, let's talk about Grizabella.
1: Oh, she was fantastic as Grizabella. She, she could do that in the show. Is Cats running at the moment? I don't think it is. I, a bit. Cats I think running.
2: Cats is
0: off at the moment.
2: Yeah. Well bring it back. Six, seven, I think six,
1: I think seven, we're ready seven. for Cats.
0: Great. To come back. I don't know that Debbie can do yeah. the singing. Yeah, Debbie can sing. She's showbiz. Of course she can. Yeah, she well, you know, if you're if you're a proper old-fashioned showgirl, you can do the hoofing, yeah. you can do the magic, you can do the singing at least to, you know, enough.
1: Yeah, I've got no doubt she could do that. Memory's not that difficult to sing.
0: Yeah. I could do it. Well, I, yeah. Given her capacity to learn, I uh, expect that a couple of weeks with a vocal coach and she'd be right. Yeah.
1: Hey, Philip Schofield became Joseph, so.
0: Um... <laughs> oh, don't remind me about that. I, I found <laughs> that deeply sure, uncomfortable.
1: Sure Philip Schofield could do it. Debbie McGee can do it with, you know, one hand behind her back.
0: Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, that mullet wig and the nappy. I just. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> loincloth loincloth <laughs> nappy thank, yeah. thank you for bringing back that traumatic childhood memory Lisa <laughs> you're welcome they, <gasps> they've
2: never put uh, Joseph in musicals week have they there's some good music in Joseph there's there some something. really good songs in Joseph but it's mm.
0: uh, I wouldn't I, want, I wouldn't want to see them doing a cheeky Charleston to the one uh, to the really unpleasant sexual politics one about Potiphar's wife though Potiphar's no, wife that, yeah. <laughs> Potiphar's yeah. wife uh, Um, But yes, this was just so beautiful. It It was. Yes, it had the goosebumps moment. And watching this immediately after the VT where she was saying, you know, every single one of these lifts is me pushing my body past the limit. Just it actually added an extra layer to that sort of the sense of um, there's a sort of a a sense of sacrifice about memory.
2: There is yeah I think that's that's part of the kind of underlying thing of the whole song, and it yeah. it really did make it very very poignant, didn't it? yeah she looked great, yeah, um, she looked adorable as a cat, yeah, they both did, they both looked lovely as yeah. a cat yeah they did yeah um and and again, you know, hats off to d s i this week
0: the the dresses were amazing, um and even for like all really suitable for the dance, even if yes. that meant pushing the theme to the limit.
2: Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah. I can I can cope with that. Um, yeah, no, it was really really good, and and one of those where you just sort of sat, and I didn't look at my phone. I didn't tweet during it. I just kind of sat and gazed at it. It was
0: lovely. I really like the ending because you know the song "Memory" has a sort of a uh, the end of the singing bit, and then the reintroduction of the cat's theme. And I really liked the, how that was interpreted in the dance, with the final uh, carry lift and then walking off into the sunrise. That was beautiful.
1: Yeah, I thought the whole thing was lovely from start to finish. I, I thought it was great. I never thought I'd say that at the beginning of Strictly. I never thought I'd be saying that about Debbie. But I've done a complete 180, and it. It appears the nation has done a one eighty the other way.
0: Whoops! I hope, I hope that was nothing to do with me. Well, she's she's she must be doing okay in the public vote. Yeah, she wasn't in the dance off, was she? So there no. must be. I think is the only person who's not been in the dance off yet, Joe. Uh, yeah. yes. Has hmm. Gemma been in the dance off?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And only Joe
0: then. Yeah. Well, I wonder what that could possibly mean.
1: No, <laughs> Don't say things like that. He'll no, end up in the dance-off next week or something. Or tempt fate.
0: Oh Well, I mean, if they give Joe a crappy waltz and a weird theming for his Argentine tango, then he's stuffed. But, you know, mm. if they really, really don't want a male winner, they could do it. Yeah, they could. They could go for yeah. the all-female final.
1: Oh, and if they do, I will come for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand why they wouldn't want Joe as strictly winner because that would give them another prime time um, actor coming out of the BBC thing who would be able to helm a series on his own.
1: But they've had a male winner for the last two, three. Well, it's like
0: Melody Festival and you've just got to accept that who votes decides who wins.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. There is some Melfest psychology going on here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Dancing the Argentine tango in a subterranean lake which is mysteriously outfitted with a pipe organ. It's David Gadami and his partner, Nadia. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What a waste of an Argentine Tango! Oh boy. Mm.
2: Yeah. Although next time I need to go to a fancy dress party as a pirate, I want to borrow Nadia's outfit.
0: Yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was much more pirate madam than Christine.
2: Yeah, it was top wench outfit, wasn't it? Yeah. It definitely wasn't Christine,
0: was it? No, Christine. Christine, Christine never gets a gossip out. <laughs> no. I, no. can
2: you? Yeah, Christine. You, go, you go through get the, a the whole
0: of Phantom of the Opera without seeing any of Christine's gossip, whereas we didn't get through 30 seconds of this Argentine tango. <laughs> um, and it honestly, the, it wasn't, as well as the bizarre theming and the music not being appropriate for a tango, it, once you take that away, it wasn't as good as the other Argentine tangos we've seen this season. In fact, no. it's one of the worst I've seen in a while Yes, I would agree with that And, I, and you know, I he put something on his face Yeah I do
2: think that the singers were struggling a little with it uh, It's quite a difficult song to Definitely.
0: perform anyway, isn't it? They just shouldn't have done this <laughs> This, was, this, this was, was a mistake, it was an error This was Fifty Shades of Wrong right there <laughs> Do you know, they would have probably been better off uh, trying to do uh, Fifty Shades the Musical. Is that a thing yet?
2: <laughs> no, not yet.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I bet Fifty Shades the Musical is coming for the 2019 season. I really hope not. I, can you imagine the coach trips?
2: <laughs> um, no, I don't
1: want to. <laughs> no i don't
0: want to people people would go and see that once people work out it would be box office it will happen get it right you know nope no because el james is the only one who's allowed to write any of those things she she was the one that wrecked the screenplay for the films by um making them do it the dialogue exactly as it is in the books which is wooden and terrible which is like no human has ever spoken Anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, the fact that we're invoking Fifty Shades in talking about this Argentine tango tells you c- what kind of bad it is. It's sort of, I can't get enough of this bad. Um, it's compellingly bad. It's, I can't, why, why are they doing this bad?
2: <laughs> I thought he'd look really good as the Phantom and he didn't. no. For me, I think it was, it's kind of the thing you expect to see in week
1: two or three when they're just doing dodgy, weird theme
0: rubbish. If, if it was Halloween, right, and somebody like was having their Halloween off week where the theming all got a bit much for them, fine. But not in week 11. No. So that's it for Nadia this year. Do we reckon Nadia's coming back?
2: I hope she does, because I do like her. She seems uh, like a really uh, great pro and that she's uh, she's trying some new stuff with the theming and everything. Uh, Perhaps she's not quite settled into it just yet, but that's, you know... Yeah, it
0: is also a bit more Dancing with the Stars than Strictly.
1: I think they'll bring her back, but I think she might get a bit of a duffer next year because they're going to give Diane the ringer, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's an um and and Amy. Amy, yeah. Well, they've earned like mid-table possible improver.
1: Yeah, I feel like Amy might get the the star treatment next year. Not Amy, um Diane, Australian Redo.
0: Yeah, Redo. She's clearly great fun. Yes. Anything that gets her in the spotlight we like.
1: Yeah, definitely. Anyway, instead of predicting next year's pairings <laughs> Yes. Do you want to move <laughs> on to the seems, next dance? That seems more that seems more entertaining than talking about David's ridiculously rubbish piece of
0: dance. <laughs> it's it's not a dignified way to go out really either, is it? No, sadly not. Yeah. Never mind. Oh well. <sighs> Dancing the Charleston and giving a bit of the old um diddle lie, um diddle lie. It's Alexandra Burke and her partner Gawker. Now, this was the one with the really bizarre VT that I was like, oh. was it? where she made Gawker dinner. Mm. So this was a transparent attempt to make Alexandra seem... To try and sort of knock off this edge of her being pushy and ambitious, or something, which is one of the things that's leveled at her, by showing her doing a woman thing of cooking a meal. Yeah, it was there could very. Be a it was bit more subtle about it. It was, um, and valicious. It was misguided, and I, it didn't work.
2: I got really confused. It was like, oh, you're cooking something really traditionally English. It's spaghetti bolognese.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, she should at least have, oh, no, have been knocking too. some Yorkshire puddings out or something. Yeah. It was just weird. Yeah, and yeah, so Alexandra is the other one who's been receiving just endless mm. bile on the internet, and it is so... Yes, pers- I've,
1: I've
2: seen it towards Alexandra, I just haven't seen it towards Debbie.
0: It's absolutely disgusting, really. It
2: really is awful. Like, I've I've not. I'm not being bothered about her because I I'm sort of anti X Factor and stuff, but um, soz. Um, I I don't I don't dislike her. She seems like a really nice person and everything. I, I'm quite I'm quite uh, keen on her doing well.
0: Yeah, and I <laughs> I don't understand how people can take against somebody who's so magnificent and so hard working and so she's like quite emotionally raw and i wonder if people just don't like seeing her feeling things which Mm. seems pretty harsh on you british public
1: well people people don't like to see assertive confident women at least british people don't like to see assertive confident women i mean we've seen that with the harry Meghan markle interview everyone's saying oh she was too pushy she was she answered all the questions you know well yeah because she can yeah, <laughs> you know I think I think there's a lot of that about it people have this preconceived idea of what women should look like sound like act like on television and if someone steps you know out of their lane they go oh she's bossy she's this she's that she's whatever
0: and they especially don't like it if you are the kind of woman who's going down the darker end for your foundation.
1: I was going to, yeah, Exactly, exactly. I was going to say, if you're on the other end of the Fenty Beauty range, you know, that's uh, that's
0: another sort of mark against you, which is just ridiculous. Oh, I'm so angry. The British public. Yes, Are, British public. I want I'm to angry. shake you for upsetting Alexandra.
2: And if you're the sort of person that thinks that people should uh, stop trying to make you stay in your lanes, have that lane. Yeah, <laughs> Have all the lanes? The lanes are ours.
0: Yeah, I like. I'm. I'm afraid women won't be going anywhere. Yeah, we're like, we're here with very little you can do about it now. Yeah,
1: we are here to stay, and we have brains and thoughts and opinions.
0: We're going to be raising our voices. We're reclaiming our time.
1: I do honestly. I feel like it's the 1970s again. Like something's gone wrong somewhere. Like we're going to have to start the burn, the burn your bra movement
0: again because it, we've regressed forty years. Oh, anyway. Oh, oh. What a great Charleston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, disappointment with the British public aside, what a like energetic, vigorous, and just fun Charleston. Sometimes the Charleston can get a bit pressy, right? Yeah. This was not Prissy, and she no lo- not, and it looked fun. I felt like she really
1: enjoyed not just doing it on Saturday night, but I feel like she really enjoyed working on it all week and then doing it on Saturday night
0: yeah because it's it's that thing what you know when you are um like a really capable, ambitious woman uh. Trying, seeing something that you can't do yet, and then mastering mm. it is brilliant.
1: Mm. Yeah, good for her.
0: Yeah. The only thing I would have changed is I would have made her little boots white or lemon to match the dress, just so yes, that. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Anne said on Twitter, it would have made her fantastic Charleston swivel really pop out.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, the the sort of natural vigour that she has in all of her movements, all the energy, just so suited to Charleston. It suited the Charleston as much as it didn't quite suit the rumba last week.
1: Yeah, agreed. I'm glad that they came that way round. She did the rumba and then she had the Charleston to kind of bring her back to where she was.
0: Yeah. Shall we see what she's got next week?
1: Yeah, what has she
0: got? Uh, It'll be salsa and either foxtrot or viennese waltz but somebody um, oh well
1: fantastic
0: <laughs> Debbie's probably going to be doing the fox stroke, so Alexandra will be doing Vinnie's waltz
1: so well that's going to be great isn't
0: it <laughs> yeah that'll be good and her salsa I'm sure is going to be on fire
1: yeah oh I'm looking forward to next week that's, that's fantastic yeah
0: I'll be podcasting from Barnsley next weekend marvellous
1: hey. Mm. I feel I feel quite apologetic I podcasted from Tbilisi and everything was fine and now I'm in Guildford and I'm,
2: we're having to do it on the phone
0: Ah, it's right, it's right
2: Come um, on Guildford, I, sort it out I yeah. just briefly forgot that I was actually in the podcast and I wasn't just listening
0: to it Oh, um, oh yeah Emily, <laughs> um, weigh in on Have you weighed in on Alexandra yet?
2: Uh, not on the actual Charleston No, Go for it, do it <laughs> I thought it was really good. Uh, I think, like, <laughs> like we were saying, all that kind of explosive movement that she has, um, particularly in her legs, really, really suits the Charleston. She was really able to get a lot of lift into the um, tricks. Um, she looked great. Her swivel was brilliant. I, you get again, I, I'm generally ambivalent towards an early Charleston because uh, they tend to be awful. N- not not ace um, yeah, nah. but a, a, a later charleston can look really really good and this was proof of that um yeah i agree with your point about the boots as well the boots didn't match the outfit as well as they could have done and it just made it look a bit weird um i'd have possibly also had the skirt about two inches longer there was
0: was a sort of a certain air of oh you wouldn't catch julie andrews doing that um, (laughs) to the whole charleston but i do like the idea of um like a really modern mary poppins who's a bit much
2: yeah yeah fair enough yeah
1: well, we've already recast Alexandra in about three different musicals across the series. We can't, we can't give her Mary Poppins as well. Yeah,
0: so Mary Poppins will have to wait because she's doing My Fair Lady first. My Fair
1: Lady's definitely on the top of the list because that was stunning when yeah, you did that. that. So yeah, that was so beautiful. I really good.
0: hope we see her do that in the final. Yes, me too. Even if she is in the dance-off again next week, I don't think, unless it was an Alex versus Debbie dance-off, I don't think there's much chance of them sending her home. No, I don't think so.: If it was Alex versus Joe,
1: that <gasps> I don't even want to consider that as a possibility, thank
0: you. <laughs> so all right, okay. If it's Alex <laughs> versus Joe, I will be watching from behind the sofa.: I yeah,
1: oh, I, I won't be able to take that. I'll need alcohol for that one.
0: Oof. OK, so that was all of our dancers. Let's go to the results. <music> David's awfulness in the... Well, I don't know. It wasn't awfulness. It was the theming that killed it, really, versus Alex's fantastically vigorous Charleston in the dance-off. That means Alexandra is dead last in the televote, you know?
2: Yes, it yeah. is.
0: And that is, as we say, wrong and not okay.
2: It just makes me feel sad when I think about that. Yeah. And, like, the, the implications of that.
0: It makes me feel different. Yeah, it makes me feel really not part of the British public.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't feel much like part of the British public most of the time anyway, but this sort of just
0: confirms it. Yeah. But, you know...
1: Anyway, the judges are getting her
0: through. Yeah, the judges are getting her through. The judges know what's what. And we're really down to it now. It seems to have gone very quickly this year. Yeah, I can't really, like, I'm looking at the, sp- the jokes in the spreadsheet and I can't really remember doing any of the podcasts in November. <laughs> You'll have to
1: go back and listen to it. Yeah.
2: Great. yeah. I've, I've got to say, I've really enjoyed uh, David being in the competition. I thought he was really, really good, um, you know, for a, a chap with no dance experience. Uh, he was doing a, a good job of, of improving, <laughs> but I think he had reached his improvement limit perhaps and was let down by that slightly dodge theming this yeah. week well um, dodge. It, yeah he seemed like a really nice guy as well so I've I'm sad to see him go but I do think it was the right time I do think Gemini did to at least make it that one extra week and I'd really like her to make it through to the final and Molly to go next week personally yeah but I
1: mean that that would be my ideal next week yeah you know and get rid of go I'm, Molly and then I've got a very happy
0: final for Lisa <laughs> Yes, if we were to get rid of Molly, then that would be a wonderful final.
2: But we'll see, you know, we'll have to see what next week brings. But yeah, I, I, there was no way that they were going to be able to uh, eliminate Alex over David. Because because literally, unless she fell over and went ankle over elbow... Uh, During the dance off, she's better than him at dancing, and that's 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 the way that is. And you know, I think much like Susan uh, in her dance off last week,
0: he sort of knew.
2: He knew that he knew the minute he knew he was up against, and and that is, I think it. You know, it. They're all very sensible people, and he, he wouldn't have wanted to. Staying at the expense of someone who's a better dancer, surely?
0: Yeah, they all seem extremely magnanimous and supportive of each other, which that is a common thread throughout Strictly. You you get that group thing which makes them all feel so conflicted when it comes to these last few eliminations before the final. Yeah. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, But that's it. So do we have... Other than... Uh, Molly out. Do we have any further predictions for the rest of the series? Can we see anybody other than Joe winning? Yes. You want Debbie?
1: No, I want Joe to win. I could easily see Gemma winning. Really? Yes. Okay. Because if there's as much animosity towards Debbie as there is towards Alexandra, that's the two of them out. So then it becomes between Joe Joe and Gemma. We've like been in enough jo- dance-offs to prove that you know she doesn't maybe have the public support as much, although that seems to have rectified itself recently.
0: I think I think between Gemma and Joe, Joe's going to win that.
1: Yeah, I. It depends voting.
0: Yeah, it really depends who's voting. It depends if the suddenly
1: decides to galvanise itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing is that Alexandra's dancers have been either the most watched or, you know, the second or third most watched every week throughout. She's always been the top of the YouTube watching channel. But where but are the votes? Sense, where, where are the votes?
1: Are people, like, hate watching her on YouTube so that they can leave nasty comments under me? I
0: well, hope not. That's particularly I'd like think, bizarre.
2: I wouldn't know, though. People might be watching Alexandra's Dancers and going... There's absolutely no way she's going to get voted out. There'll be loads of people voting for her because she's ace.
0: Oh, and people are still thinking that it's the early stages and they can vote for people down the bottom. Yeah. The, I think what was dangerous about this week's leaderboard was so many ties because there was the tie at the top and the tie further down. And that, may, that meant that you could get a lot of swing in your overall leaderboard position. Hmm.
1: Well, it it sort of it doesn't. Um, what am I trying to say? When the judges' scores are basically the same across the board, it leaves it much more open to the public to then come in and make the final decision. Yes, doesn't right. it? Yes. Which was sort of the reverse of what we saw at Junior Eurovision, wasn't it?
0: Oh well, <clears> that <throat> was all over the place. If you want to talk about an yeah. online vote that went. Crazy.
1: Belly up, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I you know, that was just the thing that, that sprung into my mind, you, you think about sort of public voting or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you've got when you've got a, a vote in whatever show it is and it's split between, you know, fifty percent jury slash judges, slash panel, whatever, and then fifty percent online slash televote slash whatever, if one of those is very, very close, it gives way more power to the other one.
0: So I think, I think what I'm looking for with the fact that everybody's doing two dances next week is a wider spread in the overall scores.
1: Yeah, I would very much like to see that. Mm.
0: And no, ti- no ties? No. And some 40s I'd given quite, out I'd when people like, deserve them.
1: I'd quite like to see the judges' scoring match the judges' comments because... It kind of hasn't done for the last at least four shows. You know, they've either been really, really positive in the comments and then given them like a seven or a six, or they've been really, really, ne- not really negative, but they've, you know, had lots to say, you know, critique, and then given them like a nine. You're like, well, what are the other please. <laughs> yeah. We'll never, the only sensible we'll, scorer we'll, is Shirley.
0: Yeah. We'll never figure this show out. All we can do is continue arguing about it on a weekly basis and...
1: Yeah, and entertaining those who listen to us arguing about it on a weekly
0: basis. Well, hopefully. Shall we do Dress of the Week then? Yay! Emily, what's your special mention for Dress of the Week? Gemma's. Oh, right, okay, I think this one's probably going to be unanimous then. Because my special mention is for Gemma's too.
1: Oh, well, that puts me in a position, doesn't it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because... fabulous as Gemma was I kind of wanted to give it to a pairing this week because there was just a perfect pairing of costumes in Joe and Katya so I feel like they have it
0: (laughs) the boys don't normally win frock of the week but no they don't
1: and I but I feel like MC would approve yes I do too maybe we should tweet Alan Cumming and see what he says. um but no, definitely. I I wanted to just give it to Joe, and I was like, no. But actually, it was because the whole pairing and the like new take on fringing, uh, uh, the whole thing just looked stunning. A nice and I know wig, I'm biased a lovely, cabaret, but... a lovely drawn-on
0: beauty spot. Yes.
1: Oh, it's everything perfect. Joe and Kathy
0: are a double win. A flip of the week. Hurrah! So I guess that was uh, this week's Keep Dancing podcast. Next yeah. week, I think it's a. <sighs> Bumper pack of podcasters um, looking at the roster for a bumper pack of dancers.
2: Well, I think I think me and you can podcast from the same room. Yes,
0: potentially. Potentially, and mother might join us.
1: (laughs) Yay! Oh, good because the BBC needs sorting out again. So (laughs) (laughs) get your mother on. (laughs)
0: Um, And John Jacob will be back as well.
1: Yay! I love John on the podcast. I mean, I love John in real life, but I love him on the podcast
0: too. Yes, and his uh, his bizarre defenses of AJ. He's gonna have to do well next week in that front. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, let's wrap it up there. Good night, Emily. Good night. Good night, Lisa. Good night. And good night from me, Ellie. Keep dancing.